Advent, Day 11, Isaiah 53. Who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He didn't have an impressive form or majesty that we should look at him, no appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised, and we didn't value him. Yet he himself bore our sicknesses, and he carried our pains. But we, in turn, regarded him stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds. We all went astray like sheep. We all have turned to our own way. And the Lord has punished him for the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb led to the slaughter and like a sheep silent before her shears, he did not open his mouth. He was taken away because of oppression and judgment. And who considered his fate? For he was cut off from the land of the living. He was struck because of my people's rebellion. He was assigned a grave with the wicked, but he was with a rich man at his death, because he had done so violence, no violence, and had not spoken deceitfully. Yet the Lord was pleased to crush him severely. When you make him a guilt offering, he will see his seed. He will prolong his days. And by his hand, the Lord's pleasure will be accomplished. After his anguish, he will see light and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will carry their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him the many as a portion. And he will deceive the mighty as spoil, because he willingly submitted to death and was counted among the rebels. Yet he bore the sin of many and interceded for the rebels. The highest wonder ever exhibited to the world, to angels and men, is the Son of God's suffering and dying for sinners. His sufferings were indeed temporary, limited in their duration, but otherwise extreme. Witness the effects his heaviness unto death, his consternation, his bloody swear, his eclipse upon the cross, when deprived of what presence, which was his only and exceeding joy. On these accounts, no sorrow was like unto his sorrow. The unknown sorrows of the Redeemer are a continual source of support and consolation to his believing people. In his sufferings, they contemplate his atonement, his love, and his example. And they are animated by the bright and glorious issue. For he passed from death 
to life, from suffering to glory. John Newton Father, we thank you that you had the answer to our suffering. Our suffering was our own doing. Our healing is completely your doing. Your doing by sending Jesus to die on the cross. Your doing by placing all of our sin on the shoulders of your own perfect Son. Jesus, thank you for your willingness to die on our behalf knowing angst and sadness to make us whole. We desire to be made whole, heal our brokenness, make us alive to you. Amen.